morning. My name is Andrea, and I am one of the pastors here at Chapel Roswell, and I would like to extend um, the welcome to Eric's. We're so glad that you are here. It's kind of nasty outside, and it kind of is going to fit with this, um, this message. So like Eric said before, nothing's really planned, but this weather was set in the mood. <laughs> so um, today we're going to be talking about faith, faith without borders, believing and trusting in God without letting our doubts and fears get in the way of us living our best lives. And we're going to look at the Gospel of Matthew. So if you have your, um, your Bibles or your apps, your Chapter Roswell app, we're going to look at Matthew chapter 14, verses 22 through 33. So if you have that, go ahead and pull that out. Again, Matthew chapter 14, verses 22 through 33. And we're going to learn from this particular story of Peter and Jesus walking on water to help us know what it means to live with faith without borders. And it reads, Immediately he made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead to the other side, while he dismissed the crowds. And after he had dismissed the crowds, he went up the mountain by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone. But by this time, the boat battered by the waves was far from the land, for the wind was against them. And early in the morning, he came walking towards them on the sea. But when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified, saying, It is a ghost. And they cried out in fear. But immediately, Jesus spoke to them and said, Take heart, it is I. Do not be afraid. And Peter answered him, Lord, if it is you, command me, order me to come out to you on the water. And Jesus said, come. So Peter got out of the boat and started walking on the water and came towards Jesus. But when he noticed the strong wind, he became frightened. And beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. And Jesus immediately reached out his hand and caught him, saying to him, You of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased, and those in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly you are the Son of God. So what is going on here in the Scripture? that was so important for all of the Gospels to include this miracle story of Peter, of Jesus walking on the water, and for Matthew specifically to add Peter walking on the water. And I believe as we listen to the Scripture, as I go over it again, if we imagine ourselves along with Peter and the disciples out there in this storm, that we can learn what it means to have faith without borders. So what's going on here? So right before this particular um, scripture, Jesus has just completed one of the most famous miracles in the Bible. Jesus just has just fed 5,000 people, not including the men and the women and the children, with five loaves of bread and two fish. And Jesus' cousin, John, was just beheaded. So this is, back, this is what Jesus is dealing with, dealing with, dealing with a lot of people and dealing with death. That sounds like a lot of us, things we have on our place too, right? 
And so Jesus, as Jesus is dismissing the crowds, he tells, he orders the disciples to go on ahead of him across the shore. So Jesus, as he's dismissing the crowds and he tells the, the, the disciples to go on ahead of him across the shore, Jesus finds a mountain to go pray by himself. So Jesus is alone up in the mountains praying. Meanwhile, the disciples are out there in, on the water, in the, on the sea, and they are faced with a windstorm, a powerful windstorm that is so powerful that they are not making any progress. No matter how hard they tried, that says the waves were battering, they were tormenting the boat. And the wind was so forceful that they were not able to get, make any progress. Does it sound like some of us, where we in our lives, that we get started on a, a project and we are thrown with this and that and it seems like we're not making any progress and that we will never get to the other side, we will never reach our goal. And I believe that's what the disciples were feeling as they were out there in this boat trying to get it to the other side of the shore. And keep in mind, this, there was not a great distance between where they were and the other side. It was only four and a half miles, but yet this wind and this water and these waves were keeping them from getting to their destination. So I imagine they were fearful of their lives, that they would never get out of this windstorm. So they had all types of insecurities and all those type of things were going on in their mind. And as, as they're battling this windstorm, they see something walking towards them and they automatically assume it's a ghost, and they're terrified. But this is not, their reaction is not out of ordinary because the water was a place back during their time where evil was supposed to have lived. So you can imagine out there in this windstorm and everything, they probably can see and it's a horrible situation. And they see this something walking towards them. I would be scared too. First of all, I probably wouldn't be out there in a boat, but if I was out there, I would be terrified. And so they see this and they scream, it's a ghost. But Jesus is walking towards them and hears, and hears their fears and sees their fears and says, be encouraged, it is I, do not be afraid. But as I read this scripture, I was thinking to myself, I would need a little bit more than it is I. <laughs> I would need to say, I would need Jesus to say, this is Jesus, me. And I would say, Jesus, you see out here struggling, come, get, come stop this storm, come get us out of here. But Jesus tries instead to calm their fears and says, be encouraged, it is I, do not be afraid. So Peter, at this point, gets out of the boat. Well, he asks Jesus, um, to, if this is really you, Jesus, command me to come out there with you on the water. And Jesus just says, come. So Peter gets out of the boat, uncertain of what is going to happen, but he gets out anyway. Faith without borders allows us to step out of the boat and into the unknown, even when we don't know what's going to happen. Peter stepping out of the boat, anything could have happened. He at least was in a boat that, that kept him from drowning in the water, but getting out of the boat meant that he could have drowned immediately, but that did not stop Peter. And I believe what happened here, Peter understood their disposition. They were in this boat for many, many hours because Jesus came to them between 3 and 6 o'clock in the morning and they had left the evening, so they had been out there all this time. But he sees Jesus unbothered by this windstorm. 
And a part of me wants, um, believes that Peter wants to experience what, P- what Jesus experienced out there to not be able to be bothered by windstorms. So Peter had the faith to allow him to step out into an even more dangerous situation than the, story, the, the storm had already posed before him. But so many of us are held back by the unknowns, the what-ifs in our lives. The unknowns in our lives prohibit us from being the best that we can be because we do not have the faith to step out of the boat and into the unknown. But when we do have faith, our faith allows us to step out of the boat and into the unknown, forget about the what-ifs, because we're trusting in something greater than our own abilities, and that is the presence of God. So Peter is now walking on the water, beginning to walk towards Jesus, and we are not for sure how far Jesus was from the boat, but we know it was enough space between Peter and Jesus for Peter to actually walk towards Jesus. So not only did Peter walk out of the boat into the unknown, when he does this, he is immediately given the ability to walk on water. He's given this ability to walk on water because Jesus sees Peter's faith. Faith in knowing that Jesus would give him the ability to walk on water if he had the faith to walk out of the, get out of the boat and to walk towards Jesus. And Peter's walking towards Jesus and he's experienced the very embodiment of the presence of God. God gave Peter the ability to, to walk on water, and Jesus, seeing Peter's faith, was willing to extend that very same power to walk on water. So we see our faith plus God's presence gives us the ability to do all things to Christ that strengthens us. And we see this because when Peter got out, was in the boat, him and the disciples, they were weathering the storm, they were being tormented by the winds, they were not able to make any progress. But as soon as he got out of that boat, he was given the ability to walk on water. So our faith plus God's presence gives us the ability to walk on water, to do anything, to weather the storm. If we just get out of the boat and walk in the unknown, we will be met by God's presence. Isn't it comforting to know that when we step out in the unknown, that we're met by God's presence, that it allows us to not be bothered by the windstorms, the waves, the wind, and all of that? Isn't it not comforting? So Peter begins to now notice to see the wind. And we can't see the wind, but we can see the effects of the wind. Everybody's been out calling a windy day and how the wind blows our hair. We have skirts on, we have to, you know, do all that. And so we know how the wind can, we can feel the effects of the wind. There's a thunderstorm, a hurricane, all that. We've seen all the devastation from the winds from the aftermath of all the hurricanes that our country and abroad has been dealing with. So he notices the wind, and I believe at this moment the wind has stepped up a notch. It's began to cause Peter to lose balance, and Peter's beginning to notice the wind. And the scripture says that Peter had fear when he noticed the wind, and fear of the wind caused him to fall. 
So, faith with borders causes us to sink. Faith with borders causes us to sink. And I believe that we are all just like Peter. We are have this faith. We are all pumped up to get outside of the boat. And once we get out there, we are thrown uh, one fork, two or three, and then begin to cause us problems. And then the problems become, turns into doubt. And then fear sits in. And then we begin to notice the wind. We forget about the power that God had already given us to even to be able to withhold, withstand the windstorm. But we take notice of the effects, what it's doing to our lives, and that takes precedence of us forgetting about God's presence that we already have within us and the ability to do all things that Christ strengthens us when we begin to notice the wind. And the wind for us could be, in our, in our present-day context, it could be any distraction. It could be those thoughts that come and tell you that you're not good enough that come to your mind and tell you and say, why are you even do this, doing this in the first place? You should already give up. Those are the wins. Wins are any opposition, it could be, the, be anything hurting us, abuse, things that are life-sucking for our lives, painful, and just pure evil. Those are the wins that all these things, all these things cause us to fear. But God has not given us the spirit of fear. Can y'all say it with me? God has not given us the spirit of fear. There is no reason to fear when we have the presence of God with us. But so many times that we, we just get caught up in the now and be distracted about everything that's going on around us, become distractions, and we forget that we have a God that is mighty and strong, that empowers us to do all things that Christ has strengthened us. We're more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. So no matter what you're going on, be encouraged today to know that God's presence with us, along with our faith, we can move mountains. Mountains. And the only thing we have to have is this little thing called faith the size of a mustard seed. So it's not taking much for us to have the faith for God to meet us to give us all that we need as soon as we step out of the boat into the unknown. We're already given what we need before we even step out in the boat because God sees our faith. And when God sees our faith, God rewards us to give us his presence so that we can do all things. Not just some things, but all things. Is it not encouraging to know that when God sees our faith that we can do all things? No matter if we're going through any storms in our life, life is easy. And just because we have faith does not mean that God is going to take away our storms. But we, what we learn from the scriptures is that when we're going through these things, God is going to be with us and give us the ability to walk through anything that we find difficult. So as Peter is walking in this water, he knows the wind, the scripture says that he begins to sink into the water. But I found comfort in this part of having a little faith, that when Peter begins to sink, he immediately cries out, Lord, save me. And immediately, Jesus reaches down while he's sinking and pulls him up out of the water. But as Jesus pulls him by the water, he says, you of little faith, why did you doubt? Why do we doubt? But 
here there is hope and peace that when we do doubt and when we do find ourselves sinking in the water, immediately God will come and lift God's hands down to pick us up out of the water when we have little faith. Does anybody in here find themselves in a place that their fear and notice of the wind has caused them to begin sinking this morning? I encourage you to cry out, Lord, save me. If you're in a place right now where you're sinking, cry out, Lord, save me. And God will reach out God's hand to pull you up out of the water. So the question now becomes, how do we even get this faith to step outside of the water, outside of the boat and into the water, into the unknown, when all we have is little faith? The question becomes, how do we get enough faith to even step out of the boat and into the known when all we have is little faith? And in Mark, it says, cry out, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. Cry out and say, I believe, but Lord, help my unbelief. Little faith does not mean you don't have any faith at all. This means that your doubts and fears are causing you to notice something that you should not be focused on in the first place. And also, pray. Pray that you begin to have enough faith to get you out of that boat and into the unknown so that you can experience the spirit of God, the presence of God in your life. Martin Luther, the theologian, says prayer is faith. You keep praying and praying and praying and praying until your faith is made strong. As I said earlier, Jesus only requires that we have a faith the size of a mustard seed. That's not a lot. And also, another thing you can do is just do it. Are y'all familiar with Nike's slogan? What is Nike's slogan that everybody know? Just do it. Just do it. Again and again and again and again. Just get out of the boat and do it. It didn't matter if you get out there and you begin to start nosing the wind and you have to cry out, Lord, save me, and God comes to save you. It doesn't matter if it happens. Continue to do it over and over and over again until you're walking on that water and you're not nosing the effects of the wind and you can continue to walk through until you're made, you're, um, your faith is made stronger. And that's what we do. Can I sh share with you guys my just do it moment? So, um, yeah, so this past summer, we had, um, the leadership team had a, um, a retreat at the Nantahala, Nantahala Resort Center in Bison, North Carolina. Has anybody been there before? Yeah. So we went there as a way for us to build as a team and to learn what it means to be in leadership together and to how to lead Chapel Roswell for the rest of the year. And it had been planned for a long time, but when I heard it, I immediately said, no, I was not doing that. But um, I kind of forgot about it, and August was busy for me, and then it just came up like, oh, my God. But I was kind of a little bit stoked, a little bit stoked, so we were planning about what we were going to eat, how we were going to do all this kind of stuff, and what stops we were going to make. It was some, it's an apple orchard there that has these really great donuts there. We stopped there on the way, and as we are on this um, bus ride, I'm still thinking about what am I doing with my life? Why am I here? And I, the, before that, before even getting on the bus, I had no clothes to go whitewater rafting. 
Has anybody, who's all been in here whitewater rafting? Okay, do y'all see any black people out there? We don't do, we don't, we're just not comfortable with that kind of stuff. So I, I by default did not have the stuff I needed to go whitewater rafting, but I was still gonna do it. And I um, told my parents and my family I was gonna go, but just in case something happened to me, they needed to know where I was. <laughs> and so um, I did that, and I did, that was a bad mistake because um, my family is not really adventurous. I'm semi-adventurous, and I told the one sister that is not, and she called my mom, and it became a big thing. Why are you out there? And I said, maybe I should be worried. So I go on the website and look at what I was getting myself into. And I saw the, saw it, and I was like, oh, heck. I said something else, but <laughs> yeah, and so, but my teammates were really great. They said, if you fall, we'll come out there and get you. So they were encouraging me, would not let me get out of it. Fast forward to get there, we're going up the hills, and I look down, I see the first yellow boat. And again, I said, oh, no. <laughs> but I ended up doing it. I said, we're here for a purpose, and we're here because God is um, going to work on us to tell us how to be great leaders for the church, and it was for a purpose. And I was not going to let my fears, my family still text me as I'm signing the, the note that says, if anything happens to me, they're, they're not liable. <laughs> All that stuff. And I just said, I'm going to do it. So we get out there, and it was great, actually. And we had this um, guy named Spencer, and Spencer was great. The girls were against the boys, by the way. And um, the boys were throwing water on us because they were ahead of us. It was, it was, we were soaking wet. They wasn't. So anyway, that's one of the pictures. <laughs> so Spencer was a, one of our gods, and he made us feel at ease. He would tell us when to expect some um, high currents to come through. He would tell us um, about the different things that we were seeing, the history of it. And as I noticed, I was out there, Every time we would hit a new current, then I would get more and more confidence. And he could ease our fears because he was a guide in us to keep steer of the dangers of going off course. And I'm glad I got on this trip because it, it reminded me the God that was in a boat is just like God. God is our God when we step out into the unknown. God will send those in our lives to encourage us, like my teammates. God would send people in our lives that's willing to throw out a rope to pull us up in if we fall out, like they were trained staff around waiting for danger to happen. And just like God, the God that was in our boat, he was steers of dangers, seen and unseen. And that's what God does for us if we just step out of the unknown. When we trust God for the, the little things, like getting in white water rafting, and also the big things, like the storms we may weather in our lives, we are our best selves because we have the presence of God within us, enabled us to do all things that Christ has strengthened us, and we're just pretty much unstoppable. I am so glad that I have faith in Jesus Christ because I know that regardless of what I may face, that I am a conqueror. I will never be defeated. I may be knocked down for a little bit, but I have the presence of God, the power of God, that we are, as Christians, we should be encouraged. We should be just walking around and says, I got this. Nothing, that, that was, oh, that's, that's small stuff. But I know sometimes we're in the moment and we're, we're going through and we forget about the presence of God. That's reality. Because every time, everything's not rosy. But remember and be encouraged that when we have our faith 
and that meets God's presence, we're able to do all things to Christ that strengthens us. This morning, we're going to reflect on what we just heard. We're going to reflect on where we are with our faith. Some of us may identify with Peter. Peter getting out of the boat, and once he's out there, he may find himself sinking and crying out, Lord, save me. I don't know where you are with your faith walk with God. Think about where you are. Are you, Peter, in the water sinking, and you've yelled out, Lord, save me, and God has saved you, but you're afraid to get back in the boat because you're afraid to fall in out in the boat again out of the water? Or are you in the water and you did, not know, you did not know before today that you can yell out and say, Lord, save me, and God will pick you up out of the water? Or maybe you haven't thought about it at all. Maybe you're struggling right now with your faith and you're needing something to encourage you, and today is that day. There is our gummy paper in your seats along with pens and pens for you and the directions that are going to be on the screens here. And you're going to make that boat. And after you make your boat, I want you to write on that boat that one thing that is causing you, prohibiting you from stepping out of the boat and into the unknown. And after we do that, we're going to lift those, our boats up. Our, what we wrote on our boats, that's the one thing that's keeping us from stepping out of the boat and into the unknown. We're going to pray over those. So we're going to give you a moment to reflect where you are with your faith, and we're going to pray over those concerns.
give you a moment just to go ahead and hold, lift up your, your boats as we pray over our, what we've written. <clears throat> Let us pray. Gracious and holy God, we are so thankful that um, when we step out of the boat, O oh Lord, and into the unknown, that we are met by your presence, O oh Lord. And today that some of us are crying out to you, Lord, save us. Some of us are struggling with just the little faith that we do have that is prohibiting us for even to step out of the boat, O oh Lord. So, Lord, the things that we have written, things that we have named, O oh Lord, we lift them up to you that our faith may be made stronger and that we may meet your presence when we do have the courage to step out of the boat and, and to meet you, O oh Lord. It's your son, Jesus' name we do pray. Amen.